This is the very first episode of the Thinking Real podcast, where me, your host, Chaz, and my friends come together to have a conversation of thoughts and situations of the human experience with great yet different perspectives, along with hopes of opening one's mind and helping others. And I could not do this without some of the great people who give their passion every day into others in this capacity, especially our next speaker, who when I thought of doing this show, I could not have done it without you. So please, can I just get it for Ladan? please? Yes. Hi, Chaz. Thank you so much for uh, saying that about me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So I'm Ladan. Uh, I am an uh, associate marriage and family therapist. I'm also going for my uh, professional cl- clinical counselor uh, license as well. I'm a first-generation Iranian-American, uh, born and raised in the U.S. Um, I'm also a single mother of a 15-year-old who occupies a lot of my time. <laughs> um, so she is actually my motivation and almost kind of like my inspiration, yes, for uh, my, my main focus, which is an adolescent uh, teen mental health. So I'm really big on increasing the awareness for uh, teenage mental health, for bringing in more resources for parents and kids at the schools, integrating it into the curriculum in the schools, and just kind of just an overall almost like understanding and just awareness really of what mental health in kids really is like. I think that's really, really important. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. And also we have Hala here. Yes. Hey, Chaz. Thank you so much for having me on here. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate you being here. Of course. You have a lot of experience of some topics we're going to be talking about in the future. But yes. Yes. yes that pertain to hopefully talking more about like the stigma in the Arab community. So really fast. Um, I am a Syrian American Christian born and raised here in LA. Um, and my whole like focus for becoming or for going into the field of mental health is to help spread awareness and to decrease the stigma in the Arab American community that I come from. So I hope to, you know, use this time to do that. And this is the time you're going to do it because you already take the time out in the community and even outreaching more in this type of community and podcasting is something that we can get to those depths yes. and get to these people's ears to make their minds start thinking on different cultures that really do need this help. Because exactly. I know someone else who's very close to a culture close to mine being African-American community yes. and Brittany, which please introduce <laughs> yourself. Hello everyone, it's me, Brittany Day. I am a first generation college student. Uh, went to CSUN, I got my master's in social work and my main focus is, you know, just bringing awareness to my community. Like Hala said, she's in a, it's stigmatized where she's from and it's stigmatized where I'm from and I just feel like the lack of Awareness is the root, some of the root of a lot of the issues in our communities. Um, you know, people neglecting their feelings and emotions and suffering because of it. So one of my main focuses is trying to shed light on mental health in urban communities specifically. And that's pretty much my intro. That's awesome. <laughs> something yeah. oh please please <laughs> yes you want to go ahead, resources right? yes but i also wanted to i left out 
my uh, my culture as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just like Hala's, uh, being in a Middle Eastern family, being raised in as a uh, in the Middle Eastern culture, mental health really is something that is not really discussed. It's not really um, brought up. It's kind of very you know very quiet, mm-hmm. you know, very secretive about it. So that is something that I'm also very interested in as well. Bringing in that awareness, um, like the girl said, is it's huge because we don't really talk about it. We weren't raised that way to talk about it. And like we literally stuff it in the closet, mm-hmm. like and you don't you don't see nothing, you mm-hmm. don't hear nothing. But then it's like it's there. It's like the elephant in the room. So it's like I feel like that's the commonality we all have together being here working on like diversity issues when it comes to mental health is that we need to put a stop to it or at least bring awareness and bring resources in exactly telling people you know what there is a way and here it is and you know i appreciate you guys even really doing your efforts because even for us in our community Brittany, i think sometimes you can see that there's been so many closeted effects from how to treat mental illness and there's no outlet because really they would just say oh so that person is crazy or just has a drug problem they and then people usually go to drugs to deal with those problems so they're not wrong when they say that but they're very wrong as far as not doing anything about getting the proper help and that's where we need to change the communities and their thinking and you know, I'm Chaz, by the way, for people listening. And, I mean, I have no degree, but I do have a lot of life experience. And unlike these college debts I hear that's you guys have coming matters, from all baby. this school, I do life have some some life debts. So that was definitely <laughs> something debt. I am rewarding <laughs> on the bank on to hopefully bring this dream together to re- reward some other people. So this first show is dedicated to National Mental Health Day. Yes. Which yes. I couldn't think of a better cause because we were just at the NAMI walk in LA this mm-hmm. weekend and we have all experienced listening and sitting here today a moment in our lives that has changed yet progressed a personal stigma or curiosity of oneself or even others to go out and have the conversation to enlighten each other and to give to those in need support and be able to show and get support for ourselves. And we saw so many wonderful people at the NAMI come out. It was just, I think, about 1,000, 1,400 people there. Mm -hmm. It was a great walk to see the plight that people go through through many outpatient sources. And it was mostly in Los Angeles, but Los Angeles is such a big city with so many great entities and people need to utilize these sources. So I just want to just, just even hear more about what you guys are talking about as far as your stigmas around your cultures and some of the things you were walking for today as far as even on the mental health day and this week and in your life as far as in your career and also for the walk for last weekend. Um, So I think I was walking, actually I know, I'm going to try to put it into words, I was, they had these little picket signs that said why I walk, like why I'm here today. And I have so much to write on mine, I didn't even end up writing anything because I have so much, but the top of my list would be to give those who didn't have a voice, a voice. Because that's such a big deal, like so many Um, whether it's kids or people or adults grow up and they're not heard 
and their actions show that they need help, but they just they don't they don't have that voice to vocalize how they need help or how they can be helped. And it's it's so silly, it's so simple. The number one thing is awareness. So it's like once you get that, once you hit that point, it's all good stuff from there. But um, I would say that my my motivation for going to the NAMI walk was yes, to give those who don't have a voice to help them find their voice. So yeah. You want me to top that? <laughs> yes, please yes. go in about your so, experience. So um, this was my first NAMI walk. Um, I had never experienced um, that before, so that was a beautiful thing. I got to experience it with these beautiful ladies and you. Um, I got to bring my daughter and her friend as well, so that was really an amazing thing for, for us to experience as a family. Um, I appreciated them for coming. Um, they're teenagers, so like I said before, I have a huge love and appreciation for for kids um i have my own personal struggle growing up as a first generation um, american in an iranian household was the fact that i really couldn't speak to my parents if i was struggling or if there was something i was going through um it, it was really hard for them to understand it was kind of like no you know just kind of like suck it up type of mentality and just keep going right there's no there's no pause so um so my big focus, like I said, is uh, the teenagers, adolescents really mainly, because I think that's where a lot of mental illness really comes to play. There's a lot of signs that can be missed oh, yes. that I think that parents can really be more aware of and get the help that they need so that they can, um, you know, awareness, right? And get the resources that they need. So I think that's really important. But also, um, as you know, we work in a community for chronic mental illness, right? And I think that for... The people that we work with, I think that was another thing, that, another reason why we walked as yes. well, because we wanted to do that for them. We really love and care for them. We really support them. And, you know, we see them on a daily and, you know, unfortunately they don't have the the access or the, the means to, to be able to participate in that walk. So definitely wanted to give a shout out to them as well. And I know they appreciated that because I know you girls just as how you live your life and your friendships. I know you guys fight hard for who you represent. So that is something that I was just so grateful to be there with you all, especially because even what we're doing here today and what I see you do is just inspirational. And even personally for me, I was going through a situation not too long ago where even like you said, adolescence, I had a situation where I was you know, ADHD and even repressing those needs of going out to seek medication and seek help and go, you know, even when I sought the help and therapy for it, it was to the point that when they told me any kind of medication for it, it was, I was just, no, I don't need a medication. What are you talking about? I have this personality. I have this <laughs> pizzazz, chaz, you know? So it just was something that, it's, it's, it's something I had to grapple over, just getting into not even knowing anyone in my family who has taken a medication for that and didn't even to figure out and learn recently as I'm walking for the NAMI walk that ADHD is a mental illness where, of course, a psychological disorder. I'm like, oh, no, I don't have a mental illness. I have a psychological disorder. Um, hello, that's a mental illness. Um, yeah, so that really does really kind of bleed into all the spectrums. So... That's where I was walking for. And I'm glad that you said that because even I couldn't vocalize in my household at certain times, even how I was feeling growing up with certain struggles I had in my life and even to that situation of ADHD and 
that really bleeding into many factors that happened to my life. So even doing the work in recovery, it's been great. So looking for that solution and even have supportive friends and a workplace in that capacity is going to be great. Because I know a lot of people don't have that luxury, but there is a luxury of getting help out there. So it's just taking it out. And Brittany, can you please just lighten me mm-hmm. while you're at the NAMI walk? Because we were just hanging out the whole <laughs> evening after the NAMI walk. We had so much yeah. fun. So please, I mean, sorry, girls, you missed out on that one. But Brittany, please, I know I, I already know, but please tell these girls now. Well, they know too, because I am very vocal about it. Um, well, me being an African-American black woman, my main focus is, uh, and the reason I was walking, like I said, is to bring awareness to my community, but there's a lot of uh, injustices in my community as well. I don't know if you all are aware, but you know, when it comes to the percentages of individuals incarcerated in this country, uh, people that look like me represent the, the majority, maybe even half. I don't have my numbers on me. But a lot of that is just due to, you know, sorrow, depression, uh, like Chaz was saying, drug abuse, but everything has a root cause. And um, I'm very interested in kind of uh, educating people about the root cause, which we don't have time enough in this 30 minute podcast. But I walk for, you know, all the people that have been incarcerated or shot down because they had an unknown mental illness and all the people that are supposed to be in jail for rehabilitation that are really in there rotting away, losing time uh, for petty crimes that could have been avoided maybe if they had a little more um, mental capacity to deal with the issues that they face on a daily, historical, traumatic basis. So I'm here to, I was walking because I just want to let them people know that they are in my heart and my destiny here on earth is to do whatever I can to ensure that people are going to, you know, that mental health is specifically in the justice system, in prisons and stuff, like it needs to be more prevalent because right now it's just a cage where people are becoming even more ill than they showed up. So that's one of, another one of my main focuses is the justice system and mental health issues that are completely ignored. And you know, the number just rising and rising and not being able to put a finger on the core issues. So yes. And that's a great, and that's great because the thing is also regarding that the government does have to step up and it can't step up with a jail program. It has to step up with these mental health outreach programs. And I was just so happy recently to see that the California state is now offering a mental health line so people can call in just in the state that we're in, the Golden State. Because, you know, even, you know, we have great therapy of sun, but hey, we need great therapy of calling out to somebody in need. So I just want to actually give out the hotline number if you guys don't mind. It's, it's 1-855-854-7415. And just know this is not a 24 service hotline yet, but they're hoping to get this by this year. 
by We'll Give You the Hours, it will be staffed from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Monday to Friday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday, and 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Sundays. And this is somewhere you can talk to someone in California. They're not a therapist, but there's someone out there to help you and get you to the right source and needs and solutions because we all need to get out there. And even with the NAMI Alliance, they have a great, great forum where it's called Okay to Talk and You Are Not Alone, where it's anonymous public posting, where you can share stories and creative expression through lyrics, posters, songs, and recordings, and get out there to express yourself. Because I even one thing we did that we didn't share on this after the NAMI went to the Broad, the Broad Museum, Broad, yeah. the Broad, excuse me. Real quick, I hate to cut you off, Chad, <laughs> no, I'm please. so sorry. But just going back to real quick about the NAMI walk, please. and I think all of us can relate to this, I think another really big reason that we also went was we wanted to get educated on what else was out there. Like, you know, we all work for the, the same place and we, we provide our services and um, wherever we did our practicum or our trainings before we all came here. But we also wanted to kind of get educated on other resources that's out there, whether it's for children and adolescents or different communities, um, for the homeless communities, for um, just all the different resources that they were offering at the NAMI um, convention. Yes, right? NAMI walk. Yes, yes. the walk. Um, I think that was also a really, it was cool to see, you know, what else was out there, the different Oh, the exercising. Yeah. How all of our main goal is literally a better mental health mm -hmm. for all. Right. No discriminating, no nothing. Right. Being, and yeah, completely stigma free. judgmental. And yeah. yeah, and NAMI really goes by that stigma-free mm -hmm. outreach. Right. And that's where we really need to start having the conversations. And right. I just actually, by the way, on the side, was just watching before today a documentary about how a mother is dealing with having seven different personalities mm -hmm. at 28 years old. It was something on Hulu that you guys should mm -hmm. most definitely look into. I really don't have the title, but I will be including it into the Twitter later in this feed about the show. But yes, it's so much content as far as in the information that's mm -hmm out there that we need to give to people and even in our personal lives that we experience, which we will get more into in this season of Thinking Real. And I just want to talk about the Broad Museum because even that just showed just the beauties of, I would say, hey, mental illness because so many artists put out their best work. And just like we went to the Affinity Room, I was surprising the girls that they didn't know that the artist of the affinity room kusama had a mental illness and it just gave everyone chills when i said that to the girls and i was just remembering how that moment of us embracing the people we have around each other each it's, other so it's like what it's like that one saying the most uh the scariest storms bring the most beautiful rainbows mm. it's, it was exactly like that and it was a rainbow mm -hmm. and especially for that longing for eternity where you're looking you're looking for the in the yes. light the little three holes you're like wait a minute okay different spectrum of life and that just shows the face in all different colors <laughs> on the other side <laughs> Talk about so many expressions. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but going there was also our form of like self care. Like that relates to yes. you know, mental health. Yes, and yes. And expanding our minds mm -hmm. and even taking a chance to know something different and mm -hmm. show 
someone different, some, someone different like we did to your children, Ladan mm-hmm. and her friend, and right. yeah. even our people we took with us yeah. in our group that didn't have, think they were ever getting to the museum. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's mind over matter, and it's right. the thing about the stigma too. Mm-hmm. So, right. and beauty and numbers. I just actually wanted to also give the NAMI number for the helpline. Holla, would you like to give the number? Uh, I mean, sure. It is 1-800-950-NAMI, which is 6264. So 1-800-950-NAMI. And they're open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. So, So many resources out there. We just got to get on the phone. We all have a phone. We all have social media. We all have, hopefully, internet access to get to social media. And that's also one thing we need to talk about is social media. And that stigma about really talking about personal life, mental illness, and just really the daily struggle. There's just so much that's just clouded in that area. So I really want to expand more into that as we do more outreach in this episode and season. So guys, thank you for coming today and being here and taking the time to be on Thinking Real because we are thinking real, we are living real, we are real and we can't wait to reveal. So thank you for your time. And let's also give out the National Suicide Prevention Hotline because even with mental illness, it doesn't stop mm-hmm. at these Monday to Fridays, Saturday mm-hmm. Sundays in these times. It's an everyday situation where we need to have that conversation 24-7. So if you're ever feeling a need, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK, 8255, 1-800-273-8255. Because we all need to have this conversation. And I can't wait to talk to you guys more and along with my friends. Mm-hmm. Bye, Chess. Thank, thank you. Bye, thank everyone you, listening. And thank you for listening to Thinking Real. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye, thank <laughs> you. That was so much fun. But let's remember, all content found on the Thinking Real podcast was created for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, medical advice, diagnosis or treatment, always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you may have heard on this podcast. If you think you may have a medical emergency, please call your doctor or go to an emergency room or call 911 immediately. There's also the National Suicide Lifeline open 24 hours a day at 1-800-273-8255. Thank you for listening.